You're listening to the Ghost Goal Podcast. Gerard with space. Tick towards Barosh. He's beat Tick through it. The goalkeeper made contact. Luis Garcia was in front of the line. Gallas hooked it away. And we're briefly on top of the Premier League, but in eight days, Mohamed Salah scores four goals and notched two assists. Seems like the Egyptian pharaoh is back. Leicester and West Ham drew in the 12:30 match, but the bigger headline came after the match when five people died in a helicopter crash, including the club chairman. Chelsea won 4-0 over Burnley. Ross Barkley's in red-hot form for the Blues, who remain in third place with their win, just as Alex predicted. Arsenal did drop points against Crystal Palace, drawing 2-2 with their London rivals thanks to a late equalizer from Milivojevic. Manchester United won 2-1 over Everton thanks to their French connection between Paul Pogba and Anthony Martial. And on Monday Night Football, Manchester City found themselves back in first place thanks to a win on a terrible pitch at Wembley over Tottenham. Thanks to a early goal from Riyad Mahrez. Welcome to the Ghost Goal Podcast. I'm Andrew Pissarro in here with Alex Moss and Javier Arevalo. What up? How are we doing, lads? What up, what up? Hanging not in there. as uh, not as not as chipper this week, Javier. I wonder why. No. That is. <laughs> not as much. No, um, very much more reserved this week. Well, I think that kind of comes with the whole tone of today's pod. Uh, a couple things I want to mention. Obviously, I, I mentioned it. So five people died after the Leicester City match, um, including the club chairman. Alex, you're better at the pronunciation, so I'm going to hand this over to you. Yeah, um, it's kind of hard to joke about uh, someone's last name being hard to pronounce when it was such sad this news. This isn't a joke. It's not I, a joke. I, just, I, obviously I don't want to butcher it because the man has done great things for Leicester City Football Club. I read a whole bunch of things um, in the coming in, in, in the recent hours after everything went down about how he purchased the club. There were in the possibility of not being an established team anymore. He paid he off like a hundred million in debt that they owed. They were, I yeah. think they were down in the, they were down in the second division at the time. This was around 2010, was 2011. Yeah. Um, he, he, he bought, he bought Casper Schmeichel early on in his tenure as he was like a, obviously like a promising young up and coming keeper. And you hear all the stories about, uh, Lester's chairman, Vichy Shrewatanaprapa. He, he gave that team, Basically, he made all their dreams come true. He took this club literally from nothing to 5,000 to 1 winning the Premier League. He, he got all the right people, created the, the perfect culture to go out and, and find these brilliant players for, for very, very cheap. And Golo Kante, Riyad Mahrez, Jamie Vardy had been on the team for a while, but you know, was an, was an undervalued uh, player that eventually blossomed into a great goal scorer. He it, told Casper Schmeichel... In six years, we're going to be playing in the Champions League. Right. That, and that's what I mean. That's, that's what I mean by just like, the... Uh, and, and then he said something on the lines of, uh, and do something special. Do something that everyone's going to remember. Yeah. So it's obviously a huge tragedy. I did just hear uh, for uh, another story that came out this uh, morning 
about uh, from eyewitness accounts. People's basically, it's been revealed that the the two pilots on board the helicopter steered the helicopter away from uh, crowds of people that were leaving the stadium, and in order to crash it into a an empty parking lot. You know, there's no like actual confirmation of this, but you know, you see like the people or people in the crowds watching this happen say it happened so um yeah i mean pretty pretty heroic i mean even in death like doing that that's that's i mean it's it's a yeah like you guys said it's a horrible tragedy but you know we can take positives out of it i mean this guy has been like monumental for football and uh, other smaller teams you know have are are able to dream big because of what he achieved with lester well, too, he put Leicester on the map internationally. Like, people... Yeah, absolutely. People I didn't know who they were. Right. People are visiting the city of Leicester now because of the football. And you never would have seen that. There's, like, a 100 million pound uh, training facility incoming that's going to be, like, state-of-the-art. And it's going cont- to help continue Leicester to become more of a global football brand. I mean, those um, fans have always been crazy. The first Chelsea match I ever went to back in, like, 2001 was against Leicester and we were right near the uh the the their section of the the shed end at Stamford Bridge that was packed to the packed to the brim and I had as like a nine or ten year old never really heard of Leicester City either even though they'd been up and down from the 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 championship and into the Premier League every now and then so it, it was great that he was able to give those fans uh not only like the title that they won that everyone knows about but also, as you've seen mentioned in the media over the last couple of days, everything he's given the city uh, in terms of like charity work and stuff like that. Leicester's uh, midweek League Cup match, I believe, with Southampton has already been delayed. They're not going to play this week. They're going to reschedule it for another time so that the players can continue to mourn the death of the chairman and the other members lost in the crash. Uh, let's move on to the actual football. We'll start with Liverpool's 4-1 victory over Cardiff City. Salah in the 10th minute. Sadio Mane in the 66th and 87th, Callum Peterson in the 77th, and Shakiri in the 84th. So I, I mentioned this when I sent you guys the stuff pre-pod, but on uh, for last week's preview episode. Um, Klopp has changed the lineup for Fabinho. They're running with uh, kind of like a 4-2-3-1. They're running with two sixes. You're seeing Wijnaldum kind of drop in in that position next to Fabinho. And there's you're seeing... Roberto Firmino plays the 10 and kind of switching and rotating in and out with Shakiri, And you're seeing Mohamed Salah play as a striker. And uh, it's been really, really interesting. And, and we've seen Shakiri now get on the score sheet again. He's been, he also really set up the Salah first goal too. Um, oh, no, no, that was midweek. Oh, so many goals. You're confusing them yeah, now. Oh, God. So, I can't yeah, so, keep track. Yeah, so What's going goals. on? <laughs> I can't keep track. It's really hard, you know. Um, I know. But, I know what you mean, Andrew. I know what you mean. Yeah. This year you do, Alex. For the first All time right. in the three you, years, you played you really Cardiff. Did. Like, great. We, used, we yeah, I know, and we we didn't we, concede two goals. Yeah, you know. Hey, you conceded one. Yeah, we one. conceded one, but it's only the fourth goal we've conceded all year compared to the 13 you've conceded. So why don't you just sit back and all let right, the, good well, guy, the guys who well, have defense. Can I throw a question got... at you about this new lineup? The uh, would you? Yes, I would love Would you that. be comfortable with uh, this not that you're going to do this against Arsenal, but would you be comfortable basically this setup going against Arsenal at the Emirates? I think they I think it is going to be this exact you don't, you don't think setup it's too, against Arsenal. You don't think it's too attacking having Shakiri out there? With, Absolutely not. He's definitely putting Milner like from the start, and right. he's he's going to be going way to, more careful. 
Yeah, there's no way. Maybe, there's no way. There, see, Moreno's. There's maybe, no way Moreno sees right, anything okay. close to the. I'm pitch, talking about okay. outside of the obvious things like that. I'm talking um, about the the system. I think the system. No, I think fits. he's going to play Joe Gomez at right back. I don't think Trent Alexander is going to play. Yeah, I think you have to. I think you have to. I, I think if you don't play. You guys like are going to be in danger of conceding like three goals to us if you don't play. Gomez I don't think back. Jurgen Klopp respects. I don't think Jurgen Klopp respects Arsenal in the same way that he respects. Uh, he's City. going away from what's home. His, like I feel his, like what's in what's you his, be more and careful. What's his record at the Emirates? Why don't you guys just what's save this for the, the preview? <laughs> yeah, that's I was fair, asking but, about but, Liverpool but specifically. I, I want to know like what, what is this? I, I understand playing this lineup against uh, Red Star Belgrade and against Cardiff City both at home. But going to the Emirates, I just think it's it's a bit too attacking. And I, I thought it was I thought it was good on uh, Saturday against Cardiff. That the, the build up to Shakiri's goal that's like ideal. That's the ideal kind of goal you want to score from that formation. I think it was, this it was nice formation. To watch. This formation does the does the most for Fabinho. This is where he's going to feel in his most comfortable. And that's what something Klopp has talked about is that he always feels better in a in a system with two defensive midfielders. Um, and so I think with the injuries that they're backed their whole, you know, backed their way into, I think you may find you may not see the same personnel, but you may see in the same style, like you may see the same formation against Arsenal because it's going to make Fabinho, who was massive in this game, something like 24 tackles completed in this game. You're going to see this formation more regularly. And I think also, too, this is giving it's putting Salah in more of a an even more dangerous position because he's playing on the line with the two center backs and rather up against a, a necessarily a fullback. Who That's may where be he was playing last season too. Not as much though. Like he is straight up playing as a striker. He was, he was coming in from in the between. right wing. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's just a straight up striker. Like, yeah, he was a forward last year, but he was a right sided forward this year. He's in the middle of the box. Um, and I think I think it fits a lot of whole. I think it fits everything really well. Um, I know you did bring up Moreno there, but they're not going to play Moreno. They, Andy Andy Robertson needed a rest. Like it, it was fucking Cardiff. Like we've talked about how they might be one of the worst sides that we've ever seen promoted. Um, there's a reason they scored. That Liverpool scored ten minutes in. Nothing really that I need to mention. But it is it, the the second. Mane goal, I was really happy about just to see the the connection returning between Salah and and Mane because that's something that's kind of been missing over the last couple of weeks. So to see that kind of be back, I think is really important and it kind of shows that things are starting to trend in the direction that Jurgen Klopp wants them to be. All right, so before we jump over to Sunday's results, let's uh, recap all the other Saturday ones. Brighton got a 1-0 victory over Wolves. Glenn Murray getting on the score sheet. Bournemouth beating Fulham 3-0. Uh, Wilson with two goals and David Brooks as well. Um, then we go, we, like I said, we mentioned Leicester City with West Ham getting a 1-1 draw and Southampton and Newcastle drew 0-0. Watford winning 3-0 over Huddersfield. Pereira, Dulafeo and success getting on the score sheet there. And then we go to Sunday where somehow all of the football was like all of the, like the big teams were playing on Sunday this week rather than on Saturday, which Champions League Europa. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, the NFL Burnley- game pushed the uh, Men City Tottenham game from Sunday to Monday. Uh, I found out later, which is kind of bullshit if you ask me. <laughs> like I can't, yeah, I can't field, wait for Tottenham Stadium to be disgusting, open. Disgusting, but we'll get to that in a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just talking about scheduling for Sunday. It could have been even better had the uh, Men City Tottenham game been on that day. Right. 
I honestly, I would, I rather would have Manchester City Tottenham on Monday because I know like you guys work and everything, but having all four of those games on Sunday, I feel like, all right, I'm only going to watch half of these live. And I feel like that's not conducive to, for like us. I'd rather, I, you know, the more games on regular NBC and the less games on NBC Gold. I'm guessing like the United and, uh, Everton game would have been pushed to Monday. Like one of those three games that was on there would have gone on Monday instead. Um, yeah, but yeah. Let's get to him. Burnley got a Burnley got drubbed by Chelsea four nil. Morata, Barkley, William, and Loftus Cheek. Alex, how did you feel about your result on Sunday morning? I, I've been mulling over it for like twenty four hours now, and I don't want to sound like ridiculous, but I think under the circumstances, it was kind of a surprise to me. Uh, that Eden Hazard wasn't available due to a back injury sustained against United the week before. I, oh, from carrying the team for too long? Yeah, yeah. The, the team had been on his back. But guess what? We don't need Eden to beat bad teams anymore. <laughs> I, 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 I came away from this game thinking that this is probably one of, if not Chelsea's best performance of the season. Just under the yeah, circumstances. Absolutely. 4-0 away at Burnley? Without Eden Hazard. It was the it's like the main right. asterisk here. So you know, we it obviously called on great performances from our midfield, which we obviously got. Every each one of Jorginho, Kante, and uh Barkley had over ninety percent pass success rate. It, it called for William to have to step up and have to basically fill the void of creativity left by Eden Hazard on that left wing. And I, I'm one of William's biggest detractors, but he was excellent on the Sunday and capped it off with a really great goal. Uh, kind of ruined it a little bit with a terrible dive in the first half that he, he did get a yellow card for. So yeah, I just, under the circumstances, it's just nice to know that my team doesn't need Eden Hazard 100% in order to function in uh, Maurizio Sarri's system and, you know, carve defenses to, to shreds like they did. Do you guys watch this game or you're, or I'm guessing Javier, you were busy watching the Arsenal game. Andrew, do you have a preference? Uh, I did not watch this game. I actually didn't watch the Arsenal it's game either. Too early either. for you. It was not. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, I was watching was, the Arsenal game, so did not watch this game. Of too early, and it was a combination of I was at a Halloween party until three. But I watched the highlights, and I mean, it, it did look like you guys played some really good football again, uh, especially that first goal. That Morata goal was really, really nice. Barkley seemed like he was on fire for like thirty minutes, forty-five minutes there. And, you know, maybe he's going to be a fixture in the team going forward. Um, but I don't uh, know. If, yeah, scoring I don't three know. straight games will probably do that for you. So, yeah, he's a sneaky little. Uh, he's not the only Englishman now. who's in good form right now, though, for Chelsea. You saw a uh, hat trick. Yeah, four, four yeah, goals in a week. Yeah. How do you how do you feeling? I know Alex has been a long Alex time. Alex loves Loftus Sheik. How, do, how does it feel to have him be in such good form? Just careful. Right now, careful how many times you say Loftus Sheik or <laughs> there's going to be some problems. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where you're getting that, Javier. Um, yeah, the, the Loftus is good. I thought it was just good to see him uh, getting getting game time and for him to go in like two minutes into that uh, Europa League game, obviously against. Bate Borisov, no one great. Right. But to score the opening goal uh, on, on a chance that he should take, he, he's someone that uh, throughout his career, however short it may be, he's always struggled with like little injuries here and there that keep him out for a week or two and just sort of stop him from those those times at Chelsea where it's been like a, a League Cup game or an FA Cup game and he's got like a calf injury that keeps him out for a week or two and he misses that opportunity. So now he, he gets the opportunity Thursday, scores the hat trick, very impressive, comes back on Sunday, and Pedro pulls up 20 minutes into the game with an injury. 
and Loftus-Cheek's basically playing the whole game out in the right wing. And he kind of grew into the, the the game a little bit more, grew into the position. And by the end of the game, he was he was hounding left back for for Burnley, and he eventually got his goal. So yeah, it's good to see. I'm not getting too out of myself. I, I would still probably uh, prefer Kovacic if we play like a. Uh, I think Tottenham is like our next like top six match. That I probably prefer his experience a little bit more. But for this run of games against relatively easy teams, we I it's great to have Barkley and Loftus Sheik playing so well. Speaking of Kovacic, who's on loan from Real Madrid, they fired their manager today. Uh, Lopetegui is out, and they bring in the manager of their B side. Uh, That's as a caretaker, coach. though, right? He, they haven't given him yes, the permanent position. He, they haven't given him the permanent position. Conte's name is all over the place. About what a giant mess with like the national team and Real Madrid and like if I'm if I'm a Spain fan, I am so angry at Real Madrid right now. I'm like, are you kidding me? You rip this guy out a week before the World Cup, and then. That's you funny. Fire him. That's you funny. You fire say that. him like that's, two that, months in. That's kind like, of funny you be say that because a lot of if people. I'm a Spanish fan. A lot of people direct their anger towards the head of the Spanish FA, uh, something Fabian. Something I can't remember his name for some reason, or no Rubiales. Rubiales. I don't know why I got where I got Fabian from. He he was the one who basically found out that Lopetegui was negotiating with Real Madrid, and he got pissed off that uh, Lopetegui hadn't asked his permission first and fired him out of spite. I blame the Spanish FA. They could have just been like, okay, cool. You can go do that job after you you uh, coach the World Cup for us. But instead, they decided to fire their manager two days before the tournament. So I, right. I think the blame should be rightly directed more towards them than to Real Madrid. Real Madrid are just a world-class soccer club trying to run a, a business and trying to yeah, get a manager fair. in place. I guess place. you can't necessarily blame them, but... Yeah, and it's not—it's uh, not—it's so not unknown to for managers to coach in the World their Cup fault too, or though, coach in a tournament, and the way that they the way that they afterwards. like negotiated it before the World Cup. I feel like Real Madrid could have waited. It happens after all the, the time, World though. Cup, you know what after I mean? After the World Cup, there's yeah. hardly any time, or, or or kept it much more secret than they did. You know what I mean? I think yeah, they like blatantly went after him, and like it's not like they wanted to go after players because <laughs> they got like no one. To yeah, see. right. Yeah, they messed up there. Santiago Solari, a former Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, and Inter Milan player, will step in to be the manager until they name the full-time coach. Let's jump over to Crystal Palace, drawing 2-2 with Arsenal at home. Milivojevic with a penalty, with two penalties, Xhaka in the 51st, and Aubameyang in the 56th. So, Arsenal on on top until about the 83rd minute. Uh, Javier, we go to you to talk about this, uh, this little slip-up from Arsenal, who... Yes, they won 10 straight, 11 straight, it's unbeaten in 12 straight, which is still not necessarily. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not a bad run at it's all. Not, it's, it's not it's not Chelsea, good. but, you know, it's it's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not bad. It's, uh, I mean, it's not a great result, but at the same time, the timing of it happening is a lot better than if we had, if we had won this game, like 2-1, I think that. It's possible that the players and the fans and everyone might have this mindset of like, oh, like we we have this winning streak, like we're gonna be in super good form going into the Liverpool game. We're like, like that's you were not last really, week? that's not really like the reality. Yeah, like no. exactly what you were doing last week, where I said to you you were gonna slip up, and then you were like, no, 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 we're fully focused on the Crystal Palace well, okay. game. I didn't we're realize Granit Xhaka was gonna start at left back against Crystal Palace. I said I texted like yeah. I texted you before the game like Granit Xhaka against like Zaha and Townsend was like horrifying to me before the game. 
So like when I saw Xhaka was at left back, I like I knew we were gonna have problems, and that ended up costing us the game. And it wasn't like I guess we just don't have anyone else who can play left back right now, which is I think a pretty big. I guess Kalasnich is injured. Anzi Might Niles is still not fit, and uh, Monreal is injured. So can can Licksteiner play there, or is he he's trying to get a left footed? Uh, he was playing passing. in the right. He was playing right back. Oh, because Bellerin, Bellerin, Bellerin went out injured at yeah. halftime, right? Okay. Exactly. So, I mean, okay. So, like, yes, you can fault Arsenal here for, for I, I think, defensively, we actually weren't that bad. I think, actually, Rob Holding, like, played pretty damn well. Mustafi, for being the veteran, was atrocious. And <laughs> that holding, penalty, the first penalty? Holding, holding had to save him, like, a half dozen times. And it, it it's sad to watch because this guy's supposed to be, like, a German international, you know, he cost thirty-five million, and he's he's, he's, some he's hot not garbage. a German international anymore. <laughs> no, but I, I'd like to see Socrates holding possibly against Liverpool. I really think if Mustafi starts, we're gonna have, we're gonna have some problems. But we also have problems at left and right back. So I think that's gonna be the biggest issues going into the game. I I did like our midfield um, in this game specifically, though. I I didn't like that uh, Guendouzi Torreira partnership. It was the first time we saw it, and it was a lot harder for those two to get the ball into transition than when we have Torreira Xhaka. I think Xhaka just, you know, he's been the metronome of the team for the last year and a half, and the team, like, understands how to play with him. So I think when he's playing at left back, it it, it just it doesn't work that well. I was wondering the other day, this is probably absolute, like, sacrilege to suggest, but do you think Ozil could maybe, like, go a little deeper as he gets older? You don't think he's ever, like, like a built like well, no, like Cesc Fabregas did that. He obviously started out no, as like an attacking midfielder, so. and he's gotten deeper as he's because and because he's got more time with his technical ability to sort of pick passes out. I mean, he would be terrible defensively. Like, don't get me wrong, but next to Torreira, I don't know. Yeah, and play no, Ramsey but, further forward in the but, more but number. But my 10 whole role. point of this was, I think Emery now was is really really going to have to come up with a really really good game plan for the Liverpool game because. What we've been doing these last few weeks, I don't really think it's been working. I mean, f- at least in the first half. I mean, in the second half, when he makes changes, it, it seems like in the second half of games, when he'll adjust, he'll make it. He almost always makes a change at halftime. He's done it in something like out of our. I think he's done it in like nine games. He's he's made a halftime change, something like that, which is like crazy. Fenger never did that. Well, I sent you that. I sent you that stat immediately after the Arsenal game. The Arsenal have yet to lead at halftime yet. They've been tra- or they've been trailing in like two games, and they, he's made a uh, halftime change drawn in seven nine times. That's I mean, but that, that's is what he I'm just saying. getting I'm his like starting reason. lineups wrong? Like, I guess so. I, see, that's what I'm like. Like I'm like I'm. That's what like the part of the game that if we fix, like we we have a much higher ceiling than what we're doing right now. It's just like right now our first halves are abysmal, and if we against Liverpool. Have a first half like we had against Crystal Palace. Like we're going to be down like two or three nil in the first half. So, and you can come back um, against someone like Chelsea, who were like we're not like like you did, right? But we probably because we're won't not get as good defensively right now. Liverpool. But against Liverpool, exactly, they're not going to give you the same chances. So, you guys have a week and a League Cup match to contend with. Andrew's smirking right now, but I'm quietly confident going going into the Liverpool game. Quietly, yeah, confident. yeah. You're you're quietly, quietly confident, confident. When you have no left backs or right backs against Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah. Good <laughs> right. fucking Rob, luck. Rob Holdini will have you on lockdown. 
Oh, right, because of the time we spun him around the last time we played him at he's, the Emirates. How did that go, now. bro? He's a lot better. Didn't he's, Rob Holding play in the 4-0 at Anfield? He did. He did. But that was like his first game. That was like one of his first games. Okay, yeah. I just wanted it to be known. That's like not fair at all, to be honest. <laughs> you know who You know who gets to rest up all week and just prepare for the Liverpool, for the Arsenal yeah, game? Yeah, you're welcome. Liverpool. <laughs> yep. yep. Thanks, Alex. Thanks. Appreciate like it. All of your players, probably. Well, yeah, because we knocked them out of the League Cup. And, and all of League our Cup players. Games. Yeah, and all of our players are going to be playing a well, stupid Well, not really, because game. you got to play somebody left and right back. Yeah, but it's gonna be That's like it's, it's gonna be the kids, be like Joe oh, Willick. It's, oh, it's a hundred percent Neil Smith Rowe. <laughs> we are not risking anything for that League Cup. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, Emil Smith Rowe and Welle, of course. Oh, I mean, Welle, they of course. will dick Brentford down. All right. Well, uh, good news for Arsenal. They did stay in. Uh, they did stay in fourth place we thanks did. to tottenham losing today so they didn't they didn't lose any any uh they didn't lose any uh positioning on the table still in the top four manchester united moving into eighth place thanks to their victory over uh, crosstown rivals everton i guess you could call it that Uh, (laughs) next town over rivals yeah what are are united a crosstown rival to you (laughs) that's what i meant i didn't mean crosstown i meant i meant next town over yeah whatever I took ge- I took American geography in college and I aced it. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, Manchester United 2-1, Martial and Pogba, Sigurdsson late penalty. Also, first of all, can we talk about how annoying Paul Pogba's run-up is for a penalty? Oh my, I watched it like four times. I love it. First of all, first of all, I want to <laughs> say keepers with penalties. Like I watch it now almost all the time. Keepers with penalties, they always jump the, off the line like a second before the player kicks it with the Pogba one. He jumped up. He jumped off. But like, I can't blame him. Like Pogba's run up was ridiculous. Like, like, uh, like it's like, it's like almost designed to like make a keeper jump early. So like That's exactly what it's designed to do that, right. I mean, that all the best players deploy that same like principle. Like Eden Hazard, his whole strategy is he's just, Neymar too. Is he's, yeah. he's constantly looking at the keeper and they're never they're never looking at the ball and they're trying to force the keeper to basically make his mind up before they do and then they just put it the opposite way but you have to be ready for when you get to the ball and you run up you have to have a decision where you're going to go so in the event that the, the keeper doesn't you're he's just left like standing there and you put it in the bottom corner so I mean, he made up for it, obviously. So it's it didn't end up being yeah, too I mean, bad. Yeah, he put the rebound in. So he usually yeah, scores. I think he's bad. missed like one other recently. Just, just Pogba fantasy owners are probably just like, oh, like you know, I don't know how that minus is. points for missing a penalty there. But then the goal. So, but then the goal it evens yeah, out. You're like, all right, it evens then out. Then the assist. Sort of. Can we talk about Anthony Martial for just one second? Oh, he just keeps scoring dope. the same goal over and over again every week. He's better than Alexis just, Sanchez. <laughs> Right now, yeah, of course, He's absolutely. Like, I don't yeah. see how Alexis Sanchez gets back in the team. Like, there's no avenue for him to get back into the team right now. It would have to be like an injury to Martial. Like, where, you know, where you is know he playing? He is fuming. Uh, right yes, now. absolutely. He's, He's just like, I'm leaving in January. It's like, but you're getting paid more than anyone else in the league. He's like, I don't care. Like, the guy just loves football. Like, I actually believe that he's not gonna he's not gonna be okay with rotting on the bench and just being like getting paid you know millions and millions of dollars. But who's gonna be willing to take him and pay him even like a, a portion of that? Like, I, I guess it would depend like how how much less he would. Okay, be paid. like you don't think like PSG would just be like, okay, Alexis, come here, or like not exactly you know, they have- Juventus or some some of the, some team like that. PSG have started or AC Milan. Had to start what if AC Milan was like Iguain? 
Alexis. Well, AC Milan aren't going to be willing to pay anywhere close to that. <laughs> I think if they're, he's gonna go they're to fourth a, or if fifth he's going in to a, like Syria right now. If if he, he if he's going to a team in Milan, it's the other side of town. He's going to Inter. Yeah, There's that'd be no interesting. Way. What I if they what if they just swap deal with Perisic? You know, United fans would freak out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They'd I, be so happy. I, I don't think they'd want to give up Perisic. Perisic is a legend either. there, dude. Yeah, no, he's, <laughs> and he's also way too, better than Alexis. He does the defensive that. work that we all know Alexis isn't going to do. Hey, Alexis um, is willing to do it. He just wants to do it his way. He he loves to defend, but just not as a team. Yeah, he loves defending. Alexis is a great defender. He, he loves matador defense. He loves being the guy to get the stop. He likes looking like he puts in effort right, to defend. Exactly. What, I, I'll, also, I want to talk Sigurdsson. He's got five goals this year. He's now taking uh, Everton's penalties. It seems like he's now the guy for them. Whereas like I last mean, year, they, you didn't really see they spent that. All that money on him, he should be the guy. I know, I but I'm saying, why. I'm saying like you didn't really see that last season. You know, he, because they he, bought he didn't eight really guys who played the same position. They had Wayne Rooney, they had Sigurdsson, they had class. He still played a lot of minutes, he, though. I'm just he saying. He was also playing under brilliant uh, tacticians and attacking managers in uh, Ronald Koeman <laughs> and Sam Allardyce. He was really I know. getting his I'm saying chances. that's why now I think, you know, he's thriving. He's back in that Swansea swag form where he's banging in goals, free kicks, and, and you know, overall just looking dangerous in every game. I don't, think, and we, I don't like, think we talked about it enough at the time, but I think it was his winner against uh, Leicester a couple of weeks ago from about 35 yards out. One of those classic yeah. Sigerson shots that looks like it's like going way over and then it just dips and rockets straight into the top corner. It was it was a beauty to the whole. Finally, Manchester United repays our faith. Alex, you know, we picked them. I didn't have them to win. I had a one-one oh, draw. Them to I, draw. One, one I picked them to win. Them. I picked them to win. And finally, like every week, I'm just like, they'll, they'll, they got to come back at some point. And like now, probably Mourinho's job safe for at least a month, right? Like, I don't know about that. They're still in It's, it's going to continue like, to be a week by week thing if they come out and. Yeah. and I feel like lose. I feel like there isn't as much pressure on him as as like They're, the media and people want you to believe. They're I really still, don't think there's that much pressure on him right now. There's still five points behind Arsenal, and they're—I mean, they're five points behind Arsenal. They're nine points behind Man City and Liverpool. I think like, you just give him until the end of the season. I, I, I think I they're going to do that. I think they're going to do that because they don't want to pay the ten million pounds to get right. the, the ten million pounds to get rid of him. And, and it's just all, like, who all, are you bringing in that's better in the middle of the season? That like, like, who are you going to bring in to save the club? You know what I mean? They're in, Arson their Denver. problem is <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like there's no one you're going to bring in right I, now who's going like, to do a good in, job here. I, I don't want Antonio Conte to end up at United. That's oh all boy, brother, you and me both. I can't handle two straight league title winning Chelsea managers. Also, I feel like going I feel to like, United. Also, I feel well, like the players at United would like talk to the Chelsea players and would just be like, "All right, like." You guys did Mourinho to Conte. Like, what's that like? Like, yeah, Conte, and, then like and they're all just like, don't Conte do it. Will we just hated him. Conte will, we hated it. Like, all the Chelsea Conte players will just, just run out like, the youth no, team. No. Conte will sit all the starters, instead all the stars, and run out the youth team. The biggest problem United have is not with the manager. It's honestly with the So I feel like Conte would hate that team. He'd fight with, like, Pogba, Lingard. Like, he'd fight he with, got, like, all of Pogba the players. He gave Pogba his start. Right. Are you kidding me? He'd be like, Pogba, you're not starting. Like, No, no he, no, he gave put Pogba, Pogba his opportunity to you, babe. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Paul Pogba would be but scoring 15 I agree. goals I think he'd be scary him. on United, so I want Mourinho to stay. I, I just don't want Conte to go to United. That's what I want because I don't – I feel like he – 
The problem with Antonio Conte is that no one has given him the financial backing that he has shown he deserves, but he's hey, won it regardless. Looks like he, he's, he's looks been. like he's going to Madrid. That's like what the the big news story today was. In, in right, but Madrid didn't give him. I can't him wait for him financial. to make some kind of excuse that like Real Madrid don't have the players to compete or something like that. And they're just gonna be like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> but you know, he's gonna be demanding fat stacks. He's gonna be like, "Yes, this is what Chelsea didn't well, give me." And Real is gonna, gonna be gonna like, s- "Here's four hundred million war chest that we haven't spent in like five years." Just, well, they're going to sell do players. what you want. And that'll get them two players. Yeah, he'll they're sell not gonna like give him Lucas two players. He's going to buy like five sell. or six. Watch him just be like, my Eden. And I'm just like savage and fucking take him from Chelsea. That'd be the greatest thing ever. He's like, no he's, way. Like, he's like, if my Angolo and my Eden. And he just 300 millions and takes both. And Chelsea collapse. Ah, Javier's it, delusional it, world. Let's go. Yeah, thank you for acknowledging, Javier. Because if anything, Eden, Eden Antonio Conte signing at Real Conte. pretty much confirms the Eden Hazard extinction. So, yeah. Maybe Angolo. Maybe Angolo will come. He That's, did. Angolo loved Conte. He loved him. That'd he was be, like, the other, the, other, the thing about. The thing about N'Golo Kante is that he's similar to Eden Hazard in that he's very mild-mannered and kind of, like, laid back. So he, he just doesn't want to upset the status quo. Honestly, I know it he's would not hurt you more anything. if N'Golo left than if Eden left. Oh, absolutely. So, N'Golo's, right. N'Golo's... It would hurt Chelsea fans way more if N'Golo's like, one of a kind. He's like Eden your nephew. <laughs> you just love him. You right. don't know why. He's the most lovable <laughs> player love probably in the league. Probably in the league. And that's coming from Arsenal fans, so I, I love Ingolo Conte. I don't. Who's more lovable than him? Juan Mata, maybe. Juan Mata, uh, Georgina Wijnaldum. Uh, no, Georgina Wijnaldum. Always I was going to say Mohamed Salah. Always looks dope. Mohamed Salah. Salah is up there. Salah, Salah. but Salah's got a little bit of a cunt in him. What? He's got, he's what a are bit you of a getting cunt. that from? He's yeah. You see it in the game sometimes. No, you he's don't. A little bit of a, Get out of here. Know. Give me one. Give me one he's example. Got a little cutness in him. You know what I mean? A little bit of Salah. Also, have your watch your mouth. Okay. All right, let's go. Well, let's what is, go. is this? A, is this a family show? Yeah, no, this is definitely not a family right. show. Definitely not. Right. I'm pretty sure we have like mature like rating on iTunes, don't we? We're for mature audiences only. Right. Exactly. Uh, let's jump over to today's action, which was not great. Tottenham losing to Manchester City. 1-0 with Riyad Mahrez. Uh, notable before this, uh, like I said, this was kind of a somber episode. Glenn Hoddle, former Tottenham player and England manager and uh, Tottenham manager as well. Um, Chelsea manager. Collapsed. In the 90s. Yep. Big for yep. us. Collapsed, collapsed on Saturday at the BT Studios from a heart attack. He's out of intensive care as of right now and is recovering well from based on everything I've heard. So, uh, yeah, just, you know. It was just the, not, it was the bad start to uh, a, best an awful to Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully a good recovery, like a, a quick recovery for him because – you know he's he he was he was a good part of the studios. He always had yeah. good insight. Dude, also, I he's probably lost on a lot of people as a player. He was like he he was amazing. I really don't know him a player. He yeah. was he was like one of the best English uh, attacking midfielders in the late seventies when when he came up and was like their Harry Kane at the time at Tottenham, and then went on and played at like uh, Monaco that Monaco team with. Uh, I think it was Wenger was coaching that Monaco team that went to the Champions League final in like 2000 or 1991 or something like that. And it was like George Weah, players like that. He, he, he was a great player in his day um, and obviously a really important manager at Chelsea that helped bring in like a lot of really impressive attacking players in the mid-90s. So even though he's a Spurs guy, we uh, we adopted him a little bit and uh, 
wishing the best for him for sure. Yeah, so let's talk about the actual game, which was played at Wembley because Spurs Stadium still not done. Oh, that um, pitch it, was disgusting. It was a football yes. field. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Jacksonville Jaguars had played there the day before. It was a 9 a.m. kickoff our time, so not a lot of time to really fix up that field. The the lines were still all over the place. It it kind of looked like when your college football your college soccer team plays on the football f- pitch, like the day after, not the setting you want for a game of this kind of magnitude. And I I, I watched. I had this game on. I didn't watch like every second of it, but I definitely feel like it added to uh, the overall game plan. But also, too, what added to the overall like outcome was just that Tottenham still are not healthy and they still don't have all their studs. Like, yeah, Christian Eriksen came on in the second half, but um, so did Dali Ali. So did Ali, but Sissoko is starting. Oh my Lamella was gosh, starting. Just Lucas ugh. looked. La- Lucas Mora looked lost out on the left wing. By like, the way, I, I want to say I was right about Lucas Mora and like. How he, you know, he looked really good those first three games, but I knew he was bad at PSG. Like, he didn't get any game time. There's no way that guy's good enough to, like, be on a top team. I mean, he's probably good enough for Liverpool, or sorry, for Tottenham, but <laughs> he would he would not start on, like, any other team, you know? I mean, in terms that of trophies, is, what's the difference, you know, these last couple of years? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but I actually, I just don't think he's quality enough to, to be starting on, on any top team. Um, who wants to be like a serious Champions League team? And I, I think that they should be playing Son, Ali, and Erickson, obviously, like they did last year. And I think uh, once they once they get those guys back in with Kane, they'll be okay. But you could tell this game they they like lack that creativity. But there was one or two chances. Lamella had this one chance where yeah, he was like by himself in front of the goal. It was like the eighty third minute, one nil down. City had right. missed a bunch of chances. Like David Silva, Jesus. David, yeah, David Silva just like, missed a tap in. Like passes it to Sterling, who then misses a harder chance. But he like yeah, he, he just, wasn't even aware of the fact that he Pep, had a tap in. I've never in. Pep freaked out. They they like did Pep's reaction on the sideline, and he was just jumping up and down. He threw something on the ground and started stomping on it. <laughs> like he was so angry. I, I don't blame him. I don't think David Silva realized until afterwards like how how good of a chance he had, and that the goalkeeper's positioning like wasn't very good. But just he was wasn't there. All David Silva did was like tap the ball, and it was going Went in. It was, it yeah, in. it was crazy. Right, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, he had enough time to pass the ball to Sterling, so like you definitely have enough time to shoot. Right. <laughs> what was worse, the uh, Manchester City kits or the field conditioning? Oh, the field. The field was... Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't I was, mind the kids. I was infuriated by the field. There was holes everywhere, just lines. I couldn't tell, like, where the out... Out, the like, the ball... Like, I'm sure for the players it was confusing, too. Like, I'm sure that's why there weren't... Uh, the players were probably much more cautious on the, like... It, I, I, it can't have been good for them. Like, they're professionals, but... I'm convinced that the Lamella missed chance. I didn't see the ball, like, bobble up, but I have... I just have right. a feeling... It, it was bobbling. That, it like, was bobbling. The ball was rolling to him from <sighs> his left. It was rolling onto his strong foot, his left foot, to curl it top left, and he just blasted right. it over. And yeah, sure, he might miss that chance on a better pitch, but I don't know. There's something in me that says that that had an effect. Back in, back in the day... During our illustrious exactly. soccer careers, on, 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 Javier, on do you remember? With, do you remember yeah. at the Heights when we would play the day after, like the lacrosse team would do, like their right. off-season there would just practice? Be holes all well, no, over the field. There would just be like that one divot where it was ripped up, where the goal goes, and all oh, the defense yeah, yeah, yeah. Right centers around. The, and it would be, uh-huh. and on a soccer field, it would be right at the top of the eighteen-yard box, maybe a few yards right. uh, ahead of that. And just that area of the pitch, everyone just stayed away from. It was like, all right, we're passing around that. Now imagine that around the entire field, at, right. especially down the middle 
goal where City and uh, Tottenham both like to play a lot of their uh, passing. And then out on the sidelines where all the players were standing uh, during the NFL game the day before, it was all torn to shreds. Those the, the half spaces in the middle of the field are completely like not useless because they obviously played the game and created a lot, a lot of chances. But I, I don't doubt one second that it had like an, an effect on the sharpness of the two teams. Yeah, uh, I know. I know. Pochettino came and said after the match that uh, he was still proud of the resu- pr- proud of the effort by his players, even though the result was poor. And yeah, you um, can be proud all you want, Poch. That, that sounds about <laughs> that's, right. That's, yeah, that's that sounds about right. That's like you know, you got it, bud. They can put that right it. next like, to their two. Uh, we push them for the yeah, league banners. They can put it right next to all the the trophy cabinet that they have in there. We pushed Leicester Looking for the up. league. We pushed Chelsea for the league. <laughs> <laughs> looking, looking at uh, Tottenham's next couple matches, they play West Ham in the in the EFL Cup on Halloween. They play Wolves next weekend. PSV in the Champions League, and then C- Crystal Palace the international break, and then they play Chelsea. Hey, so better get better get things up and cooking quick because Wolves are going to push you pretty hard. Palace never give always tries on a London derby, and then you got the big boys. So. It's going to be an interesting run, like I said. Get yeah, healthy, got Tottenham. Arsenal and, after that. Yeah, I'm going to laugh my ass off if Lucas Moura scores. That game. <laughs> I'm kind of rooting for. I'm kind of rooting for that more than anything in the world. Oh. To be honest, if, you, if, if Nacho Monreal starts, Lucas Moura is like not getting near the goal. But we need Monreal back in our defense to to. Hopefully, he's fit said, for the Liverpool said game. No that's, one who had a that's good huge. defense. Ever. That's that's that'll be big for us. If he if he starts, then we'll have some chance, but. If Nacho Monreal returning to your lineup means you have some kind of chance, then you really need a left back. Andrew, I don't know. I have you this, haven't heard. Uh, according Nacho to Monreal Javier. Is the best left back in the league. He thinks he's like the best defender. Yeah, exactly. What are you? He's better than Robertson. Like, you're crazy right now. Like, in fact, he is. He's amazing. He's amazing. Nacho's the greatest ever. Now, Robertson's better than him, but only this year. It's the first time that's happened. What? Yep. Let's do this Last real quick. Year, let's let's just better. bury him real quick. So we've got Robertson, we've got Marcus Alonso, and we've got Mendy, who automatically are Lu- better than Monreal. I've uh, got Luke Shaw, who's better than Nacho is Monreal. Ben Davis list. better than Nacho Monreal? I would take Ben yeah. Davies over, over <laughs> no, Nacho no, 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 Monreal. No. You guys are being ridiculous right now. Nacho no, Monreal is better not. than all of them. He's the greatest. He, he made it to the Spain squad. Guess what? Marcus Alonso. Did he make it in the Spain squad? Yeah, he played the last two uh, two international breaks for the Spain squad. Yeah, he was in. He was I'm in, saying in the World Cup. In the World Cup, I don't think he did. No, he didn't. In the World Cup, uh, Monreal did. did so Monreal's better. Monreal's better. Fact. Did, Spain did he, said so. Spain said so. Fact. Nacho Monreal is better did than he, all did of he your. Play no. <laughs> a single minute, Javier. <laughs> all right, but I'm did still he, proud of him. Okay, he's still awesome. Did he make? Did he play a single minute? No, he didn't. He's he's a good player. He's a good player. I, I like him. He's still a really good player, and like he's really big part of our defense. So, and that's why that defense has given up thirteen goals in this many games. Well, he hasn't really been fit that often. He's missed like five or six games this year. Well, maybe maybe you should sign a new left back. Oh oh, we have him, but he's also not. Fit. <laughs> Colossus. I have, I, I, I have yeah. a guy. I have a guy who's going to be available. His name's Alberto Moreno. He's probably an upgrade. Um, you can take him and shove him up your butt. <laughs> All right. Okay. Look at Javier. Well, Look at Javier. He says cunt earlier in the podcast. And then instead of saying shove it up your ass, he says shove it up your butt. <laughs> yeah. It sounds a little bit more Javier funny. Javier logic. 
All right. Well, with that, I think we're going to wrap it up for the day. Oh, uh, man. We've, 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 we've gone on some good tangents today. Yeah, we went on some real weird tangents. Uh, follow us on Twitter where they're considering dropping the like button at Andrew Pissarro at ASMOS92 at GhostGoalPod. Um, follow us on Instagram, those three accounts, and at JavierRev9. Um, like, review, subscribe, do all that fun stuff for us. And um, until we get heated on Wednesday when we record the preview pod. Are you going to be on the fat one? I think you we, have are, to. we are. You have to. We're moving some things. I've got my best people moving my schedule around <laughs> to see if I can pop in for the pod but i will say this if i am gonna do the pod on wednesday i'm not i'm not hosting i am solely here i'm gonna let alex sit in the host Moderate. chair the big yeah the big cushy chair that's good and i need to be on a place gonna, of uh, uh, equality i'm just gonna i'm just gonna let it rip like we're gonna things are gonna get hot they're gonna get heavy things are gonna get gonna sad. Fun. people might not be f- People might it's not be, be the friends first, anymore. It's gonna be the first it. Ghost Goal real bowl. Yeah, because we're the we're, we're real amicable. Ghost Goal bowl. Because because like let's be honest, like between Chelsea and Liverpool hasn't really been a contest. I mean, like Liverpool just or Liverpool hasn't won any trophies. Chelsea's been winning like Champions League, league titles. Okay, first of all, you know, so, uh, uh, Javier, you know, Javier, this is the real I, I, Javier, real competition here. I did, a, I did a little research for you. Also, we we win a bunch of trophies too. But I what, what is Liverpool? Uh, win? I, no, Javier, I did a little research for you, and you're sitting on this. We've won the Premier League high horse that you and don't deserve. You tell me that. That I'm not allowed to sit here on my we've won five Champions League high horse and last if if the history books are correct Liverpool won a Champions League trophy in a more recent time that Arsenal won a Premier League trophy that's fine we won three FA so, Cups in the last five right, years the three FA Cups that couldn't save the greatest manager in the history of Arsenal Football Club well, he needed to go that so, was fine but he he, he got so, three FA yeah, Cups just, what is what has Klopp won in his career. Uh, two Bundesliga goes over by. No, Munich, I mean at Liverpool. I'm, at Liverpool, Liverpool. Obviously, he he did well in the Bundesliga, but what has he won for for Liverpool? Nothing. We're getting there, buddy. We're in, we're in a little closer place than you are. Oh man, this is going to be also, super also, fun next week. This is all yeah. we're going to be doing next week, just like back like, and forth. This try is a little like preview. Two days. Try two days. Yeah. Try like next two days. Two day. no, right. no, no, no. We yeah. got we got to stop this. Some of us have to go do real work. So until next time. See ya.